Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. We should take nothing for granted. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry can compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals. So that security and liberty may prosper together. Many different views of what's going on, aren't there? And most of you have made up your mind about who's guilty, who the villain is, who the victim is. I doubt very much that I'm going to change anybody's mind. But from one man's perspective, this is all about money. Especially when Nancy Pelosi is involved, it's only about money. And where is there more money spent than on war? And which party is the party of war? I'll let you decide if it's the Democrats or the Republicans. Now, don't call me on that because I'm not interested. I know the answer. But I'm going to give you some facts and you make up your mind. Again, remember what I'm focusing on, which so far as I can tell, nobody has focused on. Everyone's missed this point. Beware the military-industrial complex. This money for Ukraine for fiscal 2019 was $250 million to be managed by the Pentagon for equipment such as sniper rifles, counter-artillery radar systems, ammunition and grenade launchers, and $141 million to be funneled through the State Department for maritime security and other things. But the money was held up. It was not transferred. Trump said, wait a minute, I'm withholding aid on this because I don't know which side Ukraine is on, number one. Number two, there's corruption there. I don't know where the money's going to go. Who then stepped in and tried to pressure Trump into releasing this money to Ukraine, who was then summarily fired by tweet? None other than John Bolton, former National Security Advisor John Bolton, wanted to release the money to Ukraine because he said it would help the country while curtailing Russian aggression. But Trump said, I'm holding up the money because I'm concerned with corruption. Do you understand what I just said to you? Beware the military-industrial complex. It's one man's opinion. I can't say it's the only reason behind all of this. But when I see the party of war, the Democrats, calling for a false impeachment without evidence, and when I see that this is the same party that has been corrupt from top to bottom through all the wars, whether it is the senator from San Francisco whose husbands, whose husband is a military contractor. In fact, both of their husbands are partly military contractors. Do you know any of this? You don't know any of this. So let's look at the money again. Congress approved two large pots of military aid for Ukraine during fiscal 2019. Who held it up? Trump. Who tried to release the money? Bolton. Who was fired? Bolton. Does that answer any of your questions? Do you understand what I'm getting at here? Let me shift to another local story that's kind of tragic in a way and show you what happens, that even though the evidence proves that Trump did nothing wrong, he is already condemned and guilty and about to be hung like Billy Budd. He is already in the hay wagon on the way to the guillotine because of the fascist vermin in the media, because of the fascist vermin in the Democrat Party, because of the fascist liberals like Schiff, Schumer. Shall I name the rest of them? How about the one whose pants are underneath his, his pectoral muscles? That psychotic bum! There's a case in Minnesota. There's shocking body cam video footage showing this knife-wielding man. He's black, of course, and the cop is white, of course. That's why it became an issue. What is it about? 
Officer Steve Matson is in a squad car on September 15 when he's rear-ended by another motorist. Officer gets out of his car. The officer is seen shouting immediately as Ronald Davis charges at him, knocking him to the ground, holding a knife in his hand. The cop screams out, holy F, holy F, holy F, getting to his feet. The cop gets up, but Davis comes at him anyway with a knife. Officer screams, get away from me, raises his service weapon. Drop the knife, drop the effing knife. What happens next? He charges the cop. The cop has the wherewithal and the strength to shoot this killer and kill him with two gunshots. What happened afterwards? The communist radicals in Minneapolis are screaming for a federal investigation, even though the evidence shows there was a knife in the hand and the guy was trying to kill the cop. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? They made up their mind. The rules of Alinsky. Now, we saw another ski here today. It wasn't Alinsky. It was Alinsky. But the rules for radicals written by Alinsky are quite clear. Accuse your opponent of what you yourself are guilty. It's Pelosi who should be impeached. That's who should be impeached. It's the same with the cop. Cop was attacked. The radicals in Minneapolis said the cop shot an unarmed black man. Video comes out. The black man was seen attacking him with a knife. It didn't stop them from screaming, we want an investigation anyway. Same story. Pelosi screams, impeach him based upon the evidence. There is no evidence. She says, impeach him anyway. Same exact story. Rules for radicals. By Saul Alinsky, not Zelensky. Now, I can ask you a number of questions, which I'm going to do in order to provoke some commentary on the Savage Nation. The Ukraine transcript was released today. Trump is totally cleared. Trump is totally and completely vindicated. Just like the cop who shot the guy with the knife. But in reverse, Trump is innocent. The transcript was released. They said release it, he released it. There's nothing in it. Did that stop the corrupt Nancy Pelosi? Did she say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake? Did it stop the man with pants up to his breasts from shooting off his fascist mouth? Did it stop the psychopath Adam Schiff, who has the eyes of a madman, from saying, we're sorry, we didn't mean to do this to the nation? No, it didn't stop them at all. Trump is guilty, even if he's innocent. You're now living in a fascist dictatorship ruled by the government media complex. Now, let's look back a little bit. We're told Trump demanded that the president of Ukraine investigate the corruption of Biden's son, which is clear as a bell. And uh, in order to do that, he's going to then release the military money. That's not shown on the tape. But what is shown on the tape and what is known to be a fact is that in 2016, Joe Biden bragged about bribing Ukraine with $1 billion to fire the prosecutor who was investigating his son, Hunter Biden's company. To borrow the phrase from Joe Biden after the Ukrainian prosecutor who was investigating his son was fired, Biden said, son of a B, that's quid pro quo. In 2018, Democrat Senators Menendez, Durbin, and Leahy wrote a letter to Ukraine's prosecutor general asking them to investigate President Trump to help Mueller. Wasn't that an example of coercion? Did we hear about an investigation uh, then? No. Like we saw with the Democrats' Russia collusion smear. There is nothing here. There's nothing here at all. The push by Democrats for President Trump's impeachment has already blown up in their face because a new poll came out today. Now, we know polls are inaccurate and we don't believe in them, blah, blah, blah. But the Quinnipiac poll is fairly accurate on many on many uh, issues. The new poll came out today. 57% oppose impeachment. 57% of Americans oppose impeachment, while 37% were in favor of impeaching the president. That's six to four. Do you understand how this is working? It's already blown up in the face of Pelosi. Has she come out and said, we saw the evidence, we heard the tape today, we're sorry, Mr. President, let's move on for the sake of America? No, because there is no America to Nancy Pelosi, none whatsoever. But let me go back to the beginning so you don't lose it because it's the most salient and important point that I will make today. 
Beware the military-industrial complex. Congress approved two large pots of military aid for Ukraine during fiscal 2019, 250 mil for equipment such as sniper rifles, counter-artillery radar systems, ammunition for grenade launchers, and all of this was to be managed by the United States through their Pentagon, meaning American contractors would be getting that money. In walks from stage left, former National Security Advisor John Bolton, who is clearly a member in good standing of the military-industrial complex, he wants to release this money to Ukraine. Trump steps in and says, no, not so fast. There's corruption there, number one. And number two, I want to find out which side Ukraine is really on. What happens to them? Him and Bolton have a fight. Bolton's fired by tweet. Is anyone listening to this show who agrees with me that this is all about the money and the military-industrial complex? Trump is an anti-war candidate and an anti-war was an anti-war candidate, which is why I backed him for a year straight, which is why I back him today. He does not want war. The Democrats are a party of war. They want war in Ukraine against Russia. They want a limited war. The Dems are a party of criminal outlaws. The transcript has been released. There is no quid pro quo. So who do you think looks the worst in this situation? Do you think the release of this transcript hurts or helps Donald Trump? I'll take your calls at 855-407-282, where you can vent any way you'd like. And I want to read you an email from a guest I had on the show yesterday. And he's not an ordinary guest. He's my attorney, Dan Horowitz, but that's not the reason I had him on. Dan lived in Ukraine. Dan represented the former prime minister of Ukraine, who they tried to railroad because he was too honest. Dan knows the ins and outs of Ukraine. And here's what he said to me this morning. He said, tell the savage nation Trump wanted to look into the investigation that was closed down by Biden to see what was there. That's 100% normal. Why wouldn't Trump want to know what was there and why it was closed down? What should he do, turn away or ignore it because Biden is running against him? He said, I think this is intended to bring down Biden and Trump, by the way, which is a plan from the get-go. What do you think? I'll be right back. Savage. Yeah, listen to this. Every day, President Trump is facing unprecedented harassment, obstruction from the liberal mob and their fake news media. He's been exonerated twice. They're still calling for his impeachment because they know Congress is their last hope. He needs your support now more than ever. Text SAVAGE to 88022, S-A-V-A-G-E to 88022, and you're going to get official Trump alerts directly to your phone. You'll gain exclusive 2020 updates directly from President Trump himself. Be the first to know when new Trump merchandise is available, and you'll even be able to give your input on key issues to help shape the 2020 campaign. And all you have to do is text SAVAGE to 88022. Text S-A-V-A-G-E to 88022. While Democrats and the fake news media have spent the last two years focused on bogus witch hunts, President Trump has been working around the clock to make America great again. Make sure you're getting your news directly from the source by texting S-A-V-A-G-E to 88022. Again, be sure to text SAVAGE to 88022 today. S-A-V-A-G-E to 88022. This was paid for by the Trump Make America Great Again Committee, a joint fundraising committee authorized by and composed of Donald J. Trump for President, Inc., and the Republican National Committee that is dedicated to making America great again. A couple of other statements on the Savage Nation. At the top of this hour, President Trump is going to give a press conference, and we're going to run the whole thing on this show. What I just said to you is a unique look at this whole situation. I certainly didn't derive it from anyone else. I'm not a derivative, I am not a derivative talk show host. I uh, make up my own mind, and my position is as follows, which I just tweeted. Beware the military-industrial complex. This is about Trump holding back military dollars for Ukraine. Bolton was fired because he tried to push it through. Dems slash Pelosi want war in Ukraine big dollars. Now, how can you disagree with that if you know the facts? Those are the facts. Now, let me go back to a few other statements. I had a, a night I couldn't sleep last night, 
And so I was tweeting in the middle of the night. I guess I become like Trump, too much Diet Coke or too much coffee. And one of my tweets was this, an eye for an eye and the whole world goes blind. That was an early one in the middle of the evening. Earlier, and this got huge response, was would Hunter Biden have been handed that Ukraine job if his father were not vice president? That's a slam dunk for everyone except those who live in the San Francisco area, whose brains are filled with the stuff that's on the streets of, of, the, of the city. In the middle of the night, I, I tweeted the following. The bug-eyed Bronx bimbo stampeded the meatball maker from San Fran's Scythego into an impeachment cul-de-sac. Pelosi is in a cul-de-sac right now. Then, an hour later, Pelosi nadle Schiff. Do they know that an eye for an eye and the whole world goes blind? Have they lost their souls by selling out to the devil? Well, I answer that question simply. They had no souls. They never had a soul. Uh, finally, I tweeted this seven hours ago. We are learning that we live in a deep state world accountable to no one with its own ideas of what is in the national interest. That is a star chamber. That's rather chilling. In other words, it's a sham democracy. We are learning that we live in a deep state world accountable to no one with its own ideas of what is in the national interest. That is a star chamber. There's an awful lot for you to comment on here. And we'll begin with Oakland, California, James, line two. Go ahead, please. You, Dr. Savage. Well, go ahead, please. Oh, um, first of all, I'd like to say I really enjoy your program. And my wife is enjoying your book that you sent us. And all right, I will... go, but please, sir, I don't mean to be abrupt, but I have only a minute here. I mean, the time is so short. Go ahead, please. Okay. Well, I, I, read the, I read the transcript, and... I believe that uh, President Trump was pressuring him to look into the Biden situation. Now, he was pressuring him. Absolutely. He said right out to him, look into it, because we don't understand how the guy could be making that kind of money with no expertise in oil. Wouldn't, wouldn't you ask that yourself? Well, I would say that he All right, thanks for the... I can't, I can't, I can't. You know, my mind moves at a rather fast pace. It's pretty quick. I don't mean the other man was slow, but he takes his time to make a good point from his point of view. I don't have the time. So if you get on the show and you make it 30 seconds or less, Sacramento, Bob, fire away. You're on the Savage Nation. Yes, I agree with you 100%, and I appreciate you. You have the guts and the courage to say things most people don't. So keep it up. You're doing the right thing. Thank you. And let me tell you something. I know the danger I am putting myself in. If they are willing to whack out a nation and kill hundreds of thousands of people for money, do I have to finish the paragraph? Do you understand what we're talking about here? Now you know why no one else is talking about the military-industrial complex. Savage. Listen to this now. The Chinese company TikTok is refusing to advertise for American company Pray.com's daily prayer plans, bedtime Bible stories, and inspirational audio content. At Pray.com, we believe in the power of prayer. Pray.com puts prayer in the palm of your hand. Pray, believe me, I receive with Pray.com. Pray.com's mobile app brings faith to your fingertips through daily prayer plans, Bible bedtime stories, and inspirational audio content. Learn to pray with Pray.com's amazing app. Pray.com has over a 1,000 daily devotionals, prayer plans, and bedtime Bible stories that help you sleep. Pray.com helps you keep your daily prayer habits strong. Pray.com gives you a way to practice your faith through prayer. The Pray.com app is a great place to find peace with God by listening to daily prayers and audio Bible stories. Experience the power of prayer in your own life and download the Pray.com app today. Hear the Bible come to life with Pray.com's biblical sagas and bedtime Bible stories. Hear God's word come to life with Pray.com's audio Bible stories. Fall asleep to the word of the Lord with bedtime Bible stories from Pray.com. Strengthen your faith with Pray.com's daily prayer plans and Bible meditations. (laughs) 
just so you understand, it's the single greatest witch hunt in American history, probably in history, but in American history, it's a disgraceful thing. Uh, the letter was a great letter, meaning the letter revealing the call. Uh, that was done at the insistence of myself and other people that read it. It was a friendly letter. There was no pressure. The way you had that built up, that call, it was going to be the call from hell. It turned out to be a nothing call other than a lot of people said, I never knew you could be so nice. So uh, part of the problem you have is you have the fake news. You have a lot of corrupt reporting. You have some very fine reporters and journalists, but you have a lot of corrupt reporters, a lot of corrupt uh, journalists. I would rate you right in there, by the way. <laughs> God. You know, I, I, I kind of pulled back as a human being, having met the president up close and personal just a week ago on Air Force One eating a hot dog. Yes, I will remind you of that. And until you've walked to the other man's shoes in his moccasins for a mile, you don't really know who that man is. I don't know how he takes it. He's almost superhuman in his ability to handle stress and these false accusations, threats against himself and his children, his family. This has been going on for two straight years. They lost on the Mueller-Russia collusion, and without missing a beat, the Witch of Pacific Heights, without missing a beat, the Witch of Pacific Heights unleashes a new scandal that isn't real. So they dare him to release the transcript. He releases the transcript, and there's nothing in it. There's no pressure. It still doesn't stop them. It's the case in Minneapolis. The communist radicals in the streets are demanding a police investigation because a black man was killed by a white cop. The radical said the black man had no weapon. The tape is released. The man has a weapon. He's threatening to kill the cop. The cop saves his own life, even though he's on the ground. It did not stop the radicals from wanting an investigation. They said, but look, here's a knife in the guy's hand. Doesn't matter. We want, we demand a federal investigation. So what do you do in a situation like this? If the facts show there was no collusion, what do you do? I don't know why the media is able to get away with this. And I mean media that used to be on our side is now slanting it against Trump. I've never seen anything like this. I don't know why they're now trying to make him into the villain. Even people who once supported him are now trying to pose a position him as a villain. And I don't know why. I can't put my finger on this. Nathan in Ohio, go ahead, please. What's your question or comment? Yeah, I want to know whether or not you still feel whether or not Trump was an act of divine intervention. I quite don't quite know what you're asking me. Well, I mean, does, has, isn't he kind of revealing us to us what all our all these freedom all these enemies of freedom are being revealed to us through the very acts of Trump. So you're, you're taking this on a spiritual level that he's a um, almost a, uh, a um, someone that God put into America to expose the 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 evil in in politics and the media. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. So you're a God-fearing man, and you're looking for some signs of divinity here, correct? Actually, I'm not somebody who was raised in religion. I just see it blatantly. I can't say that I know anything about what God does and why he does it. As I wrote in my book, God, Faith, and Reason, I'm not a guru. I'm not a philosopher. I'm just a man struggling to figure it all out, like you, Nathan. And nor do I ever claim I've seen God, as I wrote in God, Faith, and Reason. I've, I've had in inclinations of God's existence. I've seen snapshots. I've yet to see the full movie. But, Nathan, I think that when we pass from this earth, we see the movie, don't you? Absolutely. I think in this life of consciousness that we have and subconsciousness that some of us have, we see still shots of the big picture. And I don't think we see the big picture until the minute we close our eyes for good on this earth and then the movie runs so quickly. So quickly we see the whole movie all at once. In the blink of an eye, the entire movie runs in front of our eyes, Nathan. Absolutely, So since, since I am still <clears throat> amongst the living, <laughs> thank God, and I'm in no rush to go to the other place, uh, I 
have to quote uh, Mark Twain again. I get my exercise by walking to the funerals of my more athletic friends. I don't have any friends who are athletic, by the way, nor friends who are not, not athletic, nor do I go to any funerals. Uh, but I'm in no rush, my friend. But I appreciate the question because your question has an awful lot in it. See, here's the beauty of talk radio. At first, you could have dismissed the guy if you listened to him and said, ah, it's just some you know, marginal guy asking a crazy question. But if you actually listen to a caller, something is there. You get it? But let me go back to my main point because it's going to be lost. There's so much going on. We're all so overwhelmed by it from the television shows to the, to the press to the Internet. We all have seen everything. We've heard everything, every opinion under the sun. Can anyone listening to this show tell me, please, honestly, if anyone in the media has said this is related to the money of the military-industrial complex until I said it today, because I haven't seen it anywhere. Have you heard it on Fox News? No, that's why I'm not on Fox News. Because if you look at the interlocking corporate directorships of Fox News, armaments companies, hospitals, companies that make drugs for every disease you've ever imagined, you ever seen the ads for the drugs on these TV shows? Every second, there's another ad for another drug. And you wonder why I who puts his finger in the eye, uh, is not on these shows. But I'm here. This is all I've got. It's one man's opinion. I have no evidence to my statement. Do I have documents showing that military-industrial complex? No, but you can find them. Where are you going to find them? Here, Washington Post. Washington Post, again. Congress approved two large pots of military aid for Ukraine during fiscal 2019. $250 million to be managed by the Pentagon. That means U.S. companies would make it. For equipment such as sniper rifles, counter-artillery radar systems, ammunition, and grenade launchers. Huh. Well, what happened to the money? Trump said, wait a minute, don't transfer the money. Why? Well, he's done this before, as with Central American countries, when he said they were not doing their part to help the United States with immigrants amassing at the southern border. So you withheld money for those nations. It's it's what's done by presidents. Do you know that the, the from the beginning of this nation, when we started giving money to other countries, what the hell was the money for? What do you think we did it because we were kind? We did it because we were trying to shape their policy towards us. That's what foreign aid is for. Don't believe the fairy tale garbage that it's, for good, necessarily. Every president demands things for the money that he releases to other nations. Every president, including your Saint Obama, the man above it all, the man who was so uncorrupt, according to the vermin in the media, even he demanded things from countries. Even he meddled in foreign elections. I have a whole list of them here if you'd like to hear it. He tried to overturn Netanyahu. Many years ago, he sent operatives to Israel, Obama did, to overturn an election. But you don't know anything about that because the very same loudmouth girls in the media who were so quick to shoot their yaps off at Trump didn't say so much as a peep to the sacred Obama, the magic president. But let's not lose the big picture here. Money was not transferred. Bolton goes crazy. He wants to release the money to Ukraine. Why? Well, you figure out why Bolton got fired. You put two and two together. So I believe that I'm the first, and I hope I'm not the last, to connect the dots using Aristotelian logic based on mathematical analysis, where if you broke these pieces down into mathematical formulae, what I just presented to you is a perfect theorem. Just put it into mathematics. There must be somebody out there who's a mathematical person, Take the elements I just put together, I created a mathematical formula, and it's perfect. It's flawless. The logic is flawless. That's what happened. It's all about the money to Ukraine. It was supposed to go. Trump steps in and says, not so fast. I want to make sure that, that we get on the, the bottom of the corruption over there. Not just the Biden corruption, but corruption in general. And number two, I want to, I want to make sure that, uh, number two, Europe pays its fair share. And number three... I want to make sure I know which side Ukraine is really on once we give them these weapons. Because how many times have we given weapons and the weapons have been turned against us? Do I have to tell you about Afghanistan? Do we have to go back to Reagan and the Stinger missiles that we used against our, after shooting down Russian warplanes? How were the Stinger missiles used after that? 
by the Taliban. Does anyone know? Yeah, those who have been over there know what I'm talking about. So Trump is a little more careful. He says, wait a minute, before we give them the aid, I want to find out which side this Zelensky is on. What happens next? Bolton, who's a very, very aggressive, pushy bureaucrat, according to all reports, a thuggish bureaucrat, uh, goes berserk, attacks Trump verbally. Trump fires him by uh, a tweet. He doesn't even want to talk to the guy anymore. He's out the door. By the way, you know where Bolton is now? Did anyone look into that? All you great reporters out there? Maybe I ought to tweet it. Do you know what Bolton is doing now after he was fired? He's running a super PAC, the Bolton super PAC. Does anyone know what a super PAC is? Uh, figure, the, figure it out. He's been a lobbyist all along. So the lobbyist winds up inside the White House as a national security advisor, and he's trying to steer even more money. Ba ba ba, boom ba boom, bop bop. You can put the two pieces together uh, if you follow the, the 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 pieces here. You know, I can't mention the name of the publication because just as they're supposed to respect their sources, I respect my inquisitors. I had an email last night after the show about one of my tweets. Major, major, major person in the media. They're watching everything Michael does. Now, this show is more important now than it was before. It has more influence than it ever did before. My tweets have more influence than they ever did before, probably more than anyone in the media. I had a call from a major person in the media who said, Dr. Savage... You tweeted about Bolton uh, yesterday. It was on here. September 24th, Michael Savage, you tweeted the following. Did Bolton stab Trump in the back by triggering the entire whistleblower story? Is he the Judas? I had a call from someone in the media, major media, who said, I understand that President Trump told you that it was Bolton who was the whistleblower when you had lunch with him aboard Air Force One. I said, that's 100% false. That is 100% false. This reporter emailed me back and said, are you saying that you are simply speculating in that tweet? I said, 100% true. This is the Savage Nation. Pay attention because many others are. Savage. Hey, listen, I have a message for our listeners that are 50 and over. Retirement is around the corner. Wouldn't you like to get up to 33% more from yours? You see, there's a free book called Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers. It's from Annuity General, a leading financial firm on how to maximize your income in retirement. This free book contains little-known truths about annuities told in simple-to-understand terms that can help everyone make the right choices before buying an annuity. And like I said, it's free. So you should call 800-589-1089 now. It's free. Call 800-599-1089 now. When you do... Annuity General will throw in a free annuity rate report. The free rate report summarizes rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. So take advantage of getting both free books while you can. Two free books. Call Annuity General at 800-599-1089. 800-599-1089 to receive annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report. Both are free. What do you got to lose? Would you call 800-599-1089 now? 800-599-1089 for two free books. Once again, 800-599-1089. Again, as this hour comes to a conclusion, if you missed my opening, which stands alone and stands apart from anything else that I've read or heard in the media, about the government media complex, I mean, the military-industrial complex, and that this is all about money that Trump withheld. You can hear it during the podcast after the show. But we have another hour across America in many on many stations, and we will be here for the president's press conference. Now, during the conference with Zelensky today, the president of Ukraine, the comedian, right, I noticed something. It was a staged event, as you would expect. There's so much at stake. Zelensky went off script. And while Trump was sitting there, he said, yes, blah, 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 but we intend to get Crimea back from Russia. Trump winced. Did anyone notice that? Trump winced when he said that. 
because he didn't want to be complicit in starting World War III. Where does a little country like Ukraine think it's going to get the manpower and the firepower to take on the, 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 Rus- the Russian military to take Crimea? Tell me where he's going to get it from. Zelensky was trying to drag America into its affairs, into its war. Zelensky was very cleverly trying to drag Trump into nodding, but Trump didn't miss a beat. He winced. I don't think, no way, that Trump's going to be dragged into a war with Russia over this comedian. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. In the first hour, I played the great General Eisenhower, who after World War II warned us, this was the man who led the entire war against Nazi Germany. And he warned us after it was all over. Beware the military-industrial complex. It was a great speech. It's heard around the world to this day. And I, I talked about it, and I said, this is about Trump holding back military dollars for Ukraine, dollars that were promised. Bolton pushed for the money to go through. Trump said, no, not now. I need to know what side uh, Ukraine is on, number one. Number two, what are they going to do with it? Number three, I want some of the corruption investigated. Internal corruption, corruption of Biden, and Bolton was fired. And then I said, Pelosi and the Dems want war in Ukraine because there's big money in war. Am I wrong? How, how can I be wrong when the facts support what I just said? Now, let's look back, if you don't mind. I'll take your calls in a minute at 855-407-282. If you're listening online, you can call the same number. I want you to listen to a 1998 And I want you to hear what some of the Democrats had to say about impeachment. For example, here is the uh, there. There's no words to describe Nadler other than a night school lawyer, a ticket fixer. That says it all to me. He's the lowest type of lawyer. I knew them in New York. They were the kids who couldn't get into law school. They went to night school and they began by fixing tickets in traffic court. Here is Nadler. That's the guy whose pants are underneath his uh, pectoral muscles. Here he is in 07 at an anti-impeachment rally. Listen to Nadler then. We knew quite properly that an impeachment of a president is an undoing of a national election. (laughs) And one of the reasons we all feel so angry about what they are doing is that they are ripping from us. They are ripping asunder our votes. They are telling us that our votes don't count. And that the election must be set aside. (laughs) How could you listen to this and not see what they're doing? How could anyone not listen to this, listen to this and not see what they're doing? And here was Pelosi in 1998 talking about hatred, something she knows a lot about. I hear she's an expert on it. Go ahead and listen to this, 06. Today, the Republican majority is not judging the president with fairness, but impeaching him with a vengeance. In the investigation of the president, fundamental principles which Americans hold dear Privacy, fairness, checks and balances have been seriously violated. And why? Because we are here as we are here today because the Republicans in the House are paralyzed with hatred of President Clinton. And until the Republicans free themselves of this hatred, our country will suffer. Is there anything else I can do for you today? I think you're going to have to do it by calling the show at 855-407-282. We're waiting the President Trump news conference about this false impeachment push. And uh, I have a couple of great callers holding right now. There's one open line at 855-407-282. Again, what I see going on here is that, number one, the evidence is that the American people totally oppose impeachment. The latest poll from Quinnipiac, which is a fairly honest poll, is 57% oppose impeaching the president. And this poll was done today. What more do you need to know? It's backfired on Pelosi. The Botox squad 
has fired and missed. The Botox squad has created a circular firing squad. It reminds me again of that movie. I don't remember who was in it back in the 90s. They're taking an innocent man in a train to arrest him. And they have him handcuffed to a chair in the train. Anyone know this movie? I'm talking about who the actor was. And they have the innocent man chained to a chair. The, uh, the federal authorities are trying to take him in to a prison. Well, as the train goes through a tunnel, it, the whole train blackens, darkens, no lights. When the train comes out of the tunnel, the handcuffs are off the prisoner, and the federal authorities who are trying to put him away are chained to the chair, cuffed to the chair. I think Trump's going to wind up cuffing them to a chair. But I want to go to the bigger issue, not the comedic issue, which is the military-industrial complex. I hope it didn't fall on dead ears. I have not heard it on Fox News. I didn't hear it from any of the talking heads who work for the RNC, who are great, by the way. They're very accurate. The impeachment fever people, nobody has talked about the money. Everyone's talking about everything else. They're talking about everything except the fact that the money is the whole issue here. And again, I don't want to lose this. During the press of this morning between Zelensky of Ukraine and President Trump, Zelensky actually tried to drag the president uh, into uh, saying he would commit to working with Ukraine to take Crimea from Russia. Trump winced. He didn't nod and say, "Uh uh-huh. He winced because he saw that this comedian was trying to drag him into fighting his battles, and he wasn't so quick to getting dragged in. Tehan, San Francisco, welcome to the Savage Nation. What's your comment? Military-industrial complex is called covered warfare, Mike. Nancy Pelosi and Shepard Smith, I take your point. I was watching Fox News today. I was shocked at how the, he, essentially Shep was trying to put the knife into Trump right there on national television. Yeah, but he's not alone. I see others in the media who used to be on Trump's side who are stabbing Trump every day. What's going on? That's that's confirmation of all the confirmation you need. When you start seeing Nancy Pelosi, essentially what she was doing behind the scenes with Trump is trying to negotiate for so She likes leverage. Nancy loves leverage, okay? You've been here around here in San Francisco long enough to know. She believes in leverage. She went to Trump, put something on the table to him. He said, screw you. She said, all right, screw you, and all of a sudden, now, all of a sudden, after all these months of being so against it, supposedly, she's trying to push all of this stuff as of yesterday. But, Nancy, you need to understand, sugar, walk it back before it's too late, because the fact of the matter is, I listened to that tape, uh, Glenn Beck basically read it verbatim, the whole thing, the whole transcript, bumper to bumper, and all that man did is advise a new young president that's coming into office about what it was going on with his deep state, not our deep state here, uh, and so much here in the states, but also over there, their deep state. And he, what he basically said is, like you just said, if we're going to help you out, around in a roundabout kind of way. But the other man basically um, was talking, did more talking than Trump did. He said, you know, let yeah, me, let did you notice Zelensky this, talked more than Trump today? Did you catch that, folks over there? Basically, that you need to did, watch. Did you see that Zelensky talked more than Trump this morning? What'd you say? Did you see that Zelensky talked more than Trump this morning? Yes, I did, and that's why... And and did you notice Zelensky tried to drag Trump into agreeing to joining Ukraine troops in fighting Russia to take Crimea? Crimea? That is not going to work for him either. No, it isn't going to work because Trump Trump winced at that. He's not going to be dragged into a war over there. No, he he won't. But my friend, Pelosi and the Dems want war in Ukraine, don't they? And that's what I'm saying. She basically, he told her to go to hell, too. And basically, that's why they're now going out. So why is it that the Democrats, who pose as a party of peace and love and a party of anti-war, and they call Trump a warmonger, they're the ones who actually want to stir up hatred between uh, Russia and Ukraine and make it even worse and start a fighting war over there so there's more money being spent? I mean, Dianne Feinstein's husband is in there somewhere. All I got to say, she wrote How come Feinstein hasn't been heard from? Why is she silent all of a sudden? Yesterday she was. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. You're right in what you're saying when it comes to covered warfare. When Diane pipes up and starts writing letters and stuff like that, Blum came home and said, honey, it's time for you to get busy because he didn't get what he wanted. That's what I'm saying. This is all about money. You're right about this. And I yeah. right as well. It sounds to me like you watch politics very closely in San Francisco and America. Is that true? 
Yeah, absolutely. And have for years, Michael. We've been talking for years. I've spoken to you since the 90s, but I mean, way back... What, what do you mean? As a caller or as a, someone I know? Uh, based on borders, language, and culture. You were on KSFO back then as well. And um, you were talking, speaking the Ronald Reagan's gospel truly back then. And and we're making... Wow. That's why they... Well, you know, it's always nice to have a caller I've had years ago who's still listening. Uh, that's a very, very strong <laughs> like, sense of continu- continuity. And I'm glad you found me, because to this day, I got people who stop me and say, what time are you on the radio? That's the one I really don't like hearing them. <laughs> people live here. They ask me, lunch. what time? They got you buried at lunchtime. That's what's happening. I had, I'm not going to lie to you. I lost you there for a while, too. But I happened to be home one day, and I turned the radio on, and I was like, oh, they got him back on, because they blackballed you for a while around here, I thought. Oh, yeah, I, I moved around, but that's the mark of someone who's causing a stir. Uh, those who stay in place and have the most stations are the least threatening, as you well know. Uh, that's the way it works. But I thank you for listening, and I'm glad that you're still listening. Uh, that brings us to the next point. Beware the military-industrial complex. This is about Trump holding back military dollars for Ukraine. Bolton was fired because he tried to push it through. Dems and the Pelosi's want war in Ukraine because there's big dollars. I also asked you, what would you say to Nancy Pelosi if you had 30 seconds with her? I then stated earlier, a few hours ago, actually in the middle of the night, I was up at 4.30 this morning. I couldn't sleep because I didn't know what would be in those transcripts today. And I, I couldn't sleep, not because I was anxious, but because I'm excited. There's a big difference between anxiety and excitement. The doctors have confused the two for us, so we take medication. I don't take meds. In other words, I don't sleep because I'm excited, not because I'm anxious. You know that we can still get excited, and it doesn't mean we're sick. It means we're alive. I have never felt more alive than I do today at this time. I believe that I, well, I don't want to go into the spiritual. Let's forget it. It's unimportant. But we live in a deep state world accountable to no one. And the deep state has its own ideas of what is in the national interest. They don't care what the people think. The deep state is a star chamber. The star chamber right now is operating against Trump. It has been for the day he was elected because he is outside the system. You may say, well, but he's a billionaire and he's a rich white guy. That means nothing. He came from outside the system. And look what's happened as a result. You understand it? I think some of you do, honestly. I wonder where President Trump's getting his strength from. I I got an email last night from someone who said he has actually has a a prayer session in the White House on a regular basis with religious figures. And I didn't see any of that. I didn't see any people walking around with cloaks on the airplane, you know, religious <laughs> outfits. But I don't know. Where does he get where does he get this strength from to put up with this stuff? I'd like to know. I don't have an answer for you. Couldn't be from the hot dogs, could it? Could be. That's why I had three for lunch yesterday. Uh, the non-nitrite kind, eh, they didn't taste as good as at 30,000 feet, i got to tell you. There's something about a hot dog with mustard at 30,000 feet that's different than a hot dog that you put into your own microwave. Well, now let's listen to Nancy Pelosi, who says in, in clip three, uh, Robert, in a second, she condemns Trump over the Ukraine call transcript after saying, I haven't seen it yet. Listen to this. I haven't seen it, so I've just come from our own meeting. But the, the, the transcript is, uh, the fact is that the President of the United States. Liar. In breach of his constitutional responsibilities. Lying, has lying asked a foreign creature. government to help in, right, in look, his I political campaign. This woman is the worst person in the history of the American political system. The absolute worst. She has poisoned politics in America forever. Because she lies with impunity and the complicit sisters in the media let her get away with it, as they have in San Francisco, where there is no newspaper. You know that this is the only major city in America without a newspaper? All we have in this city is a mimeograph sheet put out by Feinstein and Pelosi's minions. I'll be right back. Savage. The American people don't think that they have made a mistake by electing Bill Clinton. And we in Congress had better be very careful before we upset their decision and make darn sure that we are able to convince them if we decide to upset their decision that our decision to impeach him 
was based upon principle and not politics. That was Joe Biden back in 1998 when Clinton was being impeached. And you know what this is about at the end of the day, in addition to money, uh, which it's always about. It's always about money. But in addition to the money factor of the military-industrial complex, it's about the Republicans got Clinton in 98. And now the Dems are getting even. They've waited all these years to get even. That's how small and petty these people actually are. Is this Trump speaking right now at the press conference? If he is, let's go to the president's speech. No, not yet. Soon President Trump to hold news conference. Now, despite the fact that he released the transcript and there's no evidence of any impeachable action, crazy Nancy is going ahead. It seems to me that the bee pollen uh, has gone to the wrong part of her face. The woman does not understand that the world sees right through her lies. Does it really matter? Does it really matter? Max in Detroit, line one, go ahead, please. Hi there, Dr. Savage. Thanks for taking my call. Um, yes, sir. I just wanted to say that people here in Detroit and in the Midwest are just disgusted with these vermin, these, these liberal nut jobs. And um, I just wanted to say that this emboldens Trump's base. And it I does. see that every single um, uh, uh, collusion story they come out with, he gains 4% in the polls. Yes. No, he's way up, and most Americans oppose it, according to the latest Quinnipiac poll. 57% oppose uh, impeachment. That's from today. Uh, you may be right. In the long run, this could be a blessing in disguise, because the more they try to smear him, the more they get smeared with their own dirt. I'm 19 years old. I've been listening to you since I was 14, and um, I just love your work. And you're 19 my- years old? Well, you sound like an older man. How did you sound so mature at 19? Uh, just, you know, uh, I grew up with a single dad, very harsh, uh, very strict. He, he loved, <laughs> loved Oh, man, a man of my own liking, huh? Yep. Your father didn't give you any, any uh, chance to, to, to BS him, huh? Uh, no, I mean, I've been watching politics since I was eight years old, so. Right. Now, you watch Pelosi. What do you feel in your guts? What do I feel in my gut about Pelosi, the crypt keeper? Um, she's creepy. Um, she's up to no good. And it makes me uncomfortable when she shakes. Thank you. I'll be right back on the Savage Nation. Savage. So I think you'll have close to 100% of the Republican votes, I hope. Welcome back to the and Savage Nation. We're listening to President Trump got almost holding no a attention. news conference. But in May, CNN at the UN reported that right now, let's listen Senators in. Robert Menendez, Richard Durbin... And Patrick uh-huh. Leahy wrote a letter to Ukraine's prosecutor general. Listen to this. Expressing concern at the closing of four investigations they said were critical. Hmm. In the letter, they implied that their support for U.S. assistance to Ukraine was Listen. at stake. And that if they didn't do the right thing, they wouldn't get any assistance. Gee, doesn't that sound familiar? Uh-huh. Doesn't that sound familiar? The rules of Alinsky. And Chris Murphy, who I've been dealing with on guns, you know, so nice. He's always, oh, no, we want to work it out. We want to work it out. But they're too busy wasting their time on, on the witch hunt. <laughs> so Senator Chris Murphy literally threatened the president of Ukraine that if he doesn't do things right, they won't have Democrat support in Congress. So you're going to look all of this up. One other thing, I'm just going off certain uh, notes and uh, elements of what we've been doing over the last three days, but this just came up a few minutes ago. The Amazon Washington Post just put out a fake article that acting director of national intelligence, Joseph McGuire, who I've gotten to know, and he's a tough cookie, and I was surprised, I was shocked to hear this, was going to quit. Listen to this. Blaming the White House for something that they wouldn't let him talk openly, freely. And I was shocked because I know Joe and he's tough, tough guy. And I was really surprised to hear he was going to quit before I could even either talk to him or talk to anybody else. He put out a statement. I, I didn't speak to Joe yet. But he said, at no time have I considered resigning my position. In other words, the story in the Washington Post was a fake. Came out an hour ago. 
It's right here. It's a lie. At no time have I considered resigning my position since Look assuming this, this role Listen. on August 16th, 2019. Yet it's on the Drudge Report on the top. I have quit anything in my life, and I am not going to start now. What's going on here? I'm to leading the intelligence community to address the diverse and complex threats facing our nation. That's from the acting director of National so Intelligence. So why is this headline still up on major websites? Joseph McGuire. It's a lie. So we're having a great period of time. Our country is the strongest it's ever been economically. Our numbers are phenomenal. Wilbur, thank you, and Larry, everybody. The numbers are phenomenal. Our economy is the strongest this. in the world. How does he continue the to work? the largest economy in the world. Had my opponent won, we would be second right now, because China was catching us so rapidly, we would have been second by this time. <laughs> and unless somebody does a very poor job as president, we're going to be first for a long way, because we've picked up trillions and trillions of dollars in value and worth of our country, and China has lost trillions and trillions of dollars. Wow, that's not good, Nancy. Hey, Senator Feinstein, did you hear that one? And they want to make a deal. This year, America came to the United Nations stronger the queen of, uh, than we diamonds. have ever been before. Since my election, the United States has... The Manchurian Senator. ...brought our economy to a level that we have never seen. The most jobs that we've ever had. You know, you've heard me say it many times, African-American... Asian American, Hispanic American, the best unemployment numbers we've ever had. Oh, we can cut away for a minute. And I the think most covered the salient points. The president has just said that the story put out an hour ago by the fake news, especially the uh, Jeff Bezos Amazon uh, post, where he said the head of DNI threatened to resign if he couldn't speak to Congress, is completely false. It's a fake story put out by Greg Miller, Shane Harris, Karun Demergian. Washington Post one hour ago, acting director of national intelligence, threatened to resign if he couldn't speak freely before Congress. It's a fake. And yet it's still up on major websites. The man himself said, no, that's not true. Absolutely not true. And yet it's still up on most major websites. If you care to comment on any of this scandal, the phone number is 855-400-7282, 855-400-SAVAGE. Uh, before we move on, and we, we got callers jumping in quickly to get into the show right now because a lot is going on. What is this really all about? What is this really all about? Beware the military-industrial complex. This is about Trump holding back military dollars for Ukraine until they acknowledged which side they were really on, how they would use the weapons, and promised to get to the bottom of their own corruption in Ukraine, including the corruption of the Biden family with regard to Burisma. That's what it was about. Now, again, I want to repeat. You say, well, that shows he pressured the country. Again, stop being a child. All foreign aid comes with contingencies. Every dollar that we give every foreign country comes with a list of what we want, things that we want from them to get the money. Are you people that naive to believe that these hundreds and billions of dollars that we give out every year to countries are done because we're benevolent as a nation? Don't you understand it's how we sustain our dominance as a nation? Because we have these countries act on our behalf, act in the way we want them to act in behalf of America's national interests. So what Trump did was really pretty acceptable. It's been done before. And yet for Botox Nancy to go on and on like it's unprecedented and he violated the Constitution is an embarrassment for everyone out there who calls themselves a Democrat. I don't understand how you people can't demand more from your party. Alabama, John, line two, you're up on the Savage Nation. Go ahead, please. Okay. Love the show. Appreciate you letting me Thank you. speak here. What is uh, your take on if Trump were to lose, how long would it take for these people to implement Marxism or socialism, basically the same? Well, we're, we're, good, we're a good 50% or more there now. When you look at the bug-eyed bimbo from the Bronx, you know, the crazy one with the big eyes and the big teeth? Right. The one who, the one who moved Pelosi into this, uh, rushed her, stampeded her into this cul-de-sac of impeachment. That nutcase is an, is an outright communist 
She's worked for the most dangerous psychotic in American politics, and that's Bernie Sanders, a man who should be in prison for sedition. Bernie Sanders brainwashed this girl. She worked for his campaign. She picked up all the lies about the wonders of Marxism from Bernie Sanders. She is not alone, though. Unfortunately, there's an entire group of American people who think socialism is the way to go. What would happen if a Democrat wins? You mean which Democrat, though? Which one of them? I don't think it matters. The entire party has been shifted to the radical left. The axis of their party has been shifted from even moderate Democrats are now moving in the direction of the bug-eyed bimbo from the Bronx. So my answer is quite simple. It would be very rapid. The meltdown would be very rapid because the world, the world order, the new world order wants worldwide government. They want a world government. Uh, I can tie this into that girl from Sweden who came over. Did you happen to see that one, the crying girl in front of the U.N. about climate change? Right. So the question is, the, the, the one world government people, they're, they're not going to stop with this incident here with the let's impeach. No, absolutely not. The deep state and the one world government will not stop with this. Even though Trump is, is not guilty of any of the charges, they're going to go ahead with them anyway, because that's how they operate. So what do we the people do? I think what it comes down to is what do we the people do? Well, what do we have that people in the UK don't have? We have two things. We have the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. The Brits have no First Amendment protection, and they have no guns. And uh, by using both the First and Second Amendments, I think we're going to be okay. We have to watch out very carefully for the uh, Democrats who want to take away our rights to free speech and our rights to bear arms. Uh, once they do that, we're serfs, we're gone, we're finished, we're easily manipulated. What happened in other countries where the guns were seized will happen here. It happened in Cambodia under Pol Pot, it happened in Nazi Germany after Hitler came to power, he seized the guns. It happened in the Soviet Union. Once they take away the guns, the people are defenseless. You know that, right? Right, right. Well, I'm glad you asked the question because the subtext of all of this is Marxism. And, of course, you say, well, how can Pelosi be a Marxist? This is something the average person can't figure out. She's a billionaire living in a mansion on top of Pacific Heights, uh, total capitalist, and yet she espouses Marxism. Why? What the people don't understand is that in communism there, were always, there was always a ruling class. The ruling class always lived in big houses in Russia. They always had the bodyguards and the private chauffeured limousines. They always dined while the others starved. That's no difference between Feinstein and Pelosi and the others. Let's go back to the president and see what he's saying now. The cartels are way down, and uh, the numbers, our secretary is here now, the numbers are way down, way, way down. And uh, we're doing that without the help of Congress, meaning the Democrats in Congress, who won't give us a single vote to take care of loopholes. We have loopholes that are so horrible. And it would be so easy to fix. And they know they should be fixed, but they don't want to do it because they don't want to give Trump any credit. Because it's all about the election. That's all they care about. They don't care about our country. They care about the election. And the sad part is, with all of the tremendous work that we've done this weekend, whether it's Secretary Mnuchin or Secretary Pompeo, who had some outstanding, outstanding meetings, with all of this tremendous work that we've done, uh, the press doesn't even cover it. And the Democrats did this hoax during the United Nations week. It was perfect. Because this way, it takes away from these tremendous achievements that we're right. taking care of doing. One world uh, government. That we're involved in, in New York City at the United Nations. So that was all planned, like everything else. It was all planned. And the witch hunt continues. But they're getting hit hard on this witch hunt. Because when they look at the information, it's a joke. Impeachment for that? When you have a wonderful meeting or you have a wonderful phone conversation? I think you should ask. We actually, you know, that was the second conversation. I think you should ask for the first conversation also. I can't believe they haven't. Although I heard there's a, there's a rumor out they want the first conversation. It was beautiful. It was just a perfect conversation. But I think you should do that. I think you should do. And I think you should ask for VP Pence's conversation because he had a couple of conversations also. I could save you a lot of time. They were all perfect. Nothing was mentioned of any import other than congratulations. 
but the word is that they're going to ask for the first phone conversation. Uh, you can have you it any time you need it. Folks, are you listening to this? And also Mike Pence's conversations, which They're were asking for conversation. He gives them the conversation, shows he's innocent, they and then they keep perfect. going on with the same garbage. Uh, it's very sad what the Democrats are doing to this country. They're dividing. They're right, belittling. pause right here. I want to just pause on the word dividing, because one candidate that was knocked off the stage by the Pelosi uh, machine, Tulsi Gabbard, I want you to listen what she has to say about impeachment. She was the only Democrat who had even a modicum of Americanism in her. Listen to her in 15. Look, I, my position remains the same. It, I think that impeachment would be terribly divisive for our already very divided country. Even on an huh. impeachment inquiry. I, I feel, I think Congress needs to exercise oversight over uh, right, the information that's it. been leaked. She I, said to this idiot at CNN, my position remains the same. I think that impeachment would be terribly divisive, divisive for our already divided country. There's a woman who actually was a good candidate, even though she's too far to the left for me. And the only Democrat candidate who's balanced and reasonable and puts America first, Gabbard, was knocked off the stage by the corrupt Pelosi machine. What more do you need to know? Savage. President sounds victorious. Can we listen to him for another second? He's still giving this conference. Affectionately. And it was a total phony scam. It was set up by people within the government to try and stop somebody from getting elected. And after that, per, after that person, namely me, won and convincingly won at 306 to 223 in the Electoral College, which, by the way, when you run a race, if you're running Electoral now, if you go by the college, the Electoral College, that's a much different race than running popular vote. And it's like the 100-yard right, we got to cut away on the Savage Nation. This is a, actually a great day for those of us who believe in the truth and are patriots. Let me say this. I feel more emboldened. It was a tough night for me in bed. I didn't know what I'd see with the transcript. It totally exonerated the president. Uh, if we had a decent person in the Democrat Party, if there was one of them who had any shame, they would say they made a mistake, they were misled, and they're going to move on for the sake of America. Not one of them is willing to admit that they were wrong, but they are very wrong. So what is the upshot of all of this? Another fake scandal, another witch hunt, another mass hysteria, another stampede by the far left. I believe at the end of the day, this is good for the Republican Party and for, for President Trump. I, I really believe that it's going to get the millions of people who are probably going to sit the election out and vote for him. How do you like that? It's going to have that unintended consequence that Pelosi could never, ever have imagined. And that is that all of the undecideds who once voted for Trump, who are maybe disheartened somewhat, they're going to be there for him on election day because they recognize what's, what's at stake. They realize that it's either him or a party of total disaster. A party that will steal our First Amendment, our Second Amendment, and our Fourth Amendment just to begin with. As this show comes to an end, I invite you to follow me on my Twitter feed, which is being read by everyone in the media right now, as evidenced by the story I told you earlier. And of course, the website, michaelsavage.com. I'm going to post a picture the minute I get off the air of what happened in Cambodia right after the war in Phnom Penh, when 13-year-old members of the Khmer Rouge seized the guns of the citizens. The Westwood One Podcast Network.